know Your ass better call somebody Hey, hey, what do you say? It's time! It's time! Ball Junk episode 26, the Matt Nasland episode. Matty Naz. With you as always, I'm the Gas Man, and right here beside me, actually across from me, beside me would be kind of weird if we were doing a <laughs> podcast side by side. It's Frankie Knuckles. What's going on? Uh, I haven't heard that in a while. I enjoyed it. It's been uh, just about four months since we've done a show. Yeah. You've been very busy. It's true, especially lately. We had uh, a while ago discussed doing something pre-playoffs, and then even something before that, but... Work has been a little cuckoo bananas. Yes. I've uh, been working a lot of late nights, but you single, things have settled down. You single-handedly created a video game. Well, there's there's many of us. Oh, there's a team. That. Yes, yes, okay. yes. And uh, it's basically in the final stages now. So things are settling down and can uh, start to do ball junk and other things again. And so this is like Grand Theft Auto 6? I know. It's called Embers of Miram. Okay. M I R R I M double R double I double M. Yep, double J. And it's a adventure platformer with some puzzles and a unique twin stick mechanic, and uh, it should be out in May. We'll see how it goes. It's a palindrome, intentionally. Nice. It's good. I like that. All right, I like palindromes too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> But now it's, you know, it's everything's getting back to normal. But it, yeah, and it has also affected my ability to watch sports a bit, too. Not that it's the only reason I haven't been watching as much, in particular the NBA. Okay. Uh, but it's weird. Hockey is the thing I've watched the most lately. Wow. See, the thing that I've watched the most has been baseball. Did you watch last night when the I only was watch, following online? When the Orioles' winning run was walked in? In the 11th, yes. Yeah. That's pretty good. It's it's not as exciting. <laughs> Four straight pitches? Yeah. But, uh, you know, like they're, when they got the three runs, and I think it was in the fifth inning, that was exciting. Did you see any of that? No. Um, they uh, uh, had uh, two runners on and... Uh, Got a hit, and the runner tried to, and Flaherty tried to go from first to third, and it was an errant throw. So he started to head home, and then he turned back, and when the throw came back, hit him in the back of the head and bounced into the outfield. And then he ran home, and the guy that hit the single ran all the way around and actually beat the play at home. Really? Yes. So he, it wasn't an inside-the-park home run because there was like three errors yeah. on the play. But uh, yeah, it was yeah, pretty I awesome. Th- I think it was Seth Smith who was the, who hit the ball. I was kind of uh, doing was, two things at once. That was definitely the order because Flaherty walked before Seth Smith when I was well. Then there, watching. Then, yeah, yeah. Then he would. But been uh, the he's been a great pickup, Seth yeah, Smith. Yeah. The um, shit. I looked at the box score and it said three errors, but I never would have imagined. Yeah. They were on one play. Yes, I'm pretty sure all three <laughs> were in one play. It's pretty it, good. It was. Uh, uh, it was it was pretty crazy, and uh, uh, Gary Thorne was just going bananas. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, <laughs> you, you uh, must be loving that the Orioles are thriving, and the yeah. J- Jays are just off to 
a very rocky start. It's weeded out the, it's kind of nice at the beginning of the season, the Jays suck and I don't have to hear about every Jays game or uh, social media post about every game. Yep. They've already given up. So I, I can handle the true fans still like enjoying it or talking about it, but the fair weathers have already been dispersed and having the Leafs in the playoffs and the Raptors has really helped. Yeah, and it's it's kind of crazy, like because you know at the beginning of the season, like a lot of people picked the Jays to win, and then when you look at their day to day batting lineup, and when Donaldson went out, like it's not good. And no Edwin, like those are their yeah. the, their two best players, but from last year by far, like it's not a good lineup, and uh, and they're I mean the starting pitching has been good, um, but uh, they just they can't. Score runs, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and when they have Russell Martin playing third base, which is odd. But, uh, you know, but in the AL East, uh, again, is well, the Yankees are good. The Red Sox are good. I mean, Tampa Bay's two games below 500, and I thought they'd be terrible. I think a lot of people ne- didn't necessarily pick the Orioles to finish last in the division, but again, lower. Much lower. And that's yes. ju- I say it every time. That's what Buck wants. Yeah. You're just giving Buck what he needs and, and, to and thrive. They've done it without Zach Britton. Yeah. You know, um, maybe he just always felt that they didn't always need Zach Britton, and that's what happened last <laughs> season. Well, they did blow at least one game in the bottom of the ninth. Yes. Uh, where it would have been presumably Zach Britton time. So, yeah, it's awesome. It's uh, It's been enjoyable. I'm... Happy to have uh, purchased uh, MLB TV. Yeah. So I get to watch all the games. How did you feel about the Machado slide on Pedroia? Um, it, it was a hard slide into second. And um, judging by how he reacted as the slide That's happened, what I'm... When he tried to catch him. Yes. And like left the bag yeah, while trying to catch him. Yeah, could have been tagged out. He was or tagged did, yeah, out. Okay. Yeah, he was tagged out. Um, so... For me, I, I didn't see like the intent to injure. It was a hard slide. I mean, there's a lot of hard slides, but he didn't like trail far off the bat. Yeah, he didn't come uh, he two right... meters off the baseline like a Batista slide. Yeah, I mean, spikes first into second. I mean, that play has been in baseball since 1910. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what players have done. And yeah, there was. I don't think there was an intent to injure. Um, and you know, he probably expected to get. Beaned either later in that game or early in the next game. The fact that it came Sunday and then they threw it his head, that's well, where the problem is. Yeah, the uh, ensuing on-field exchange was pretty interesting yes. between him and Pedroia. I saw that. Yeah, Pedroia kind of threw Barnes under the bus, his own teammate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty which, good. Uh, which doesn't really ever happen. Uh, yeah, but I mean, if you're going to retaliate, which they probably expected, it should be right away. And it would have been over and done with. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, Pedro will be back soon. He's not going to be out a long time. I, I feel like the Jays are going to come back though. I I, uh. I don't think they're going to be this bad the entire season. No, they they just have too many good pitchers. Unless they you know they they dump Marco Estrada because he's a free agent, or if they dump uh, Donaldson, or if the you know any of the other mm-hmm. there's at least one more. Pending free agent that they have, but I can't remember who it is. Um, but yeah, no. If if they get rid of those guys, then you know they're not going to be good. 
Agreed. If they keep them, I think they will be in the playoff hunt by the end of the season. That's a lot of games and a lot of things that have to go their way and a lot of things that have to go bad. They're only eight games away from 500. The other wild cards are... Yeah, but there's a lot of teams in between them. They'll be in it. <laughs> Is this an ultra-bold <laughs> prediction? I don't even think it's ultra-bold. No? No. So, um, well, let's... Uh, do you want to talk a little more about some baseball? Uh, sure. We can, I don't uh, have a whole lot, but... The show. Well, I mean, uh, have you been? You haven't been watching much at all. You no. just kind of been been following along. Yes, that's the extent of my uh, viewing. Uh, yeah, so the Jays are eight games back. That's you know, this early on though, it's tough. I did not think the. Uh, I mean, do the O's currently have the best record in baseball? No, the Nats do. Wow, how the many? Nats- they have five losses still. Who the Nats? Yeah. They have six losses, but yes. they have two more wins. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. What a great time to be living in the D.C. <laughs> sure, Maryland yeah. area, right? The uh, Wizards are looking pretty good. The Capitals. The Capitals will lose this round. Probably. But it's got, it's got to be fun. It's got to be pretty exciting. And then the, uh, the Washington Football Club. Big draft night tonight. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I've been excited to watch, uh, a lot of, uh, baseball. The one thing that I've, I've, I don't quite understand how the, uh, baseball schedule works. Um, because, you know, they're 20 games in, uh, well, the O's are 20 games in and, uh, they've only played the AL East yeah. and Cincinnati. I was looking at that today and then their next series or maybe the next two are both AL East. Because they play Boston again, and, I think. And New York, I think. No, Yankees is next. Yes. That's right. Uh, yeah, it's very strange. Yeah. That they haven't moved outside <laughs> anywhere in the American League, and then they've only played Cincinnati. But I, I like the uh, – I like every once in a while having the uh, – do you like interleague games? Sure, yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. But uh, I just – I like the fact that the the AL East is, is competitive. And, I mean, I – I'm not upset if uh, if the O's you know, don't get a wild card or if they don't win the division. I just you know, I want them to be playing baseball that matters in September, mm-hmm. and that makes me happy. Yeah, absolutely. And I just I love Buck, and I want him to win so yeah, bad. I know everybody wants <laughs> Buck to win, though. I, I'm afraid it's his curse to never to never win. Is this uh, is this the year that Machado's a free agent, or is it one more year? I think it's the end of this year. Yeah, they gonna. He's and you know they've done so well, and he's been not great at yeah. the plate. He's had a couple robbed from him too, though. I know at least against the Jays. Yeah, he, but I mean, like to be batting under two hundred. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's not good for him. No, it's <laughs> it's not good at all. So you said you haven't been watching much uh, basketball, though. I have not. Okay. Uh, I guess we haven't since. January, January, we haven't recorded. January, <laughs> and then I was like, okay, maybe I'll get back into it. And then I watched a couple of Pelicans games. They were absolutely atrocious. I wanted to vomit. But uh, you got you got boogie. Well, we're getting there. Okay. We're getting there. And then All Star Weekend is in New Orleans. Yes, I watch as I usually do all the festivities on Saturday night. They are absolutely terrible. 
the dunk contest. Three point was okay as usual. Everything else is like zero effort at all. And then Sunday, I watched the All Star game, and it is easily the worst All Star game I've ever seen. In my it was life. awful. It was so percent agreed. So sad. I, I love Anthony Davis. You, you can see a, a painting of him right there on my wall. You do have a painting. Is it autographed? No, it's the artist's Oh, thing. My aunt just got it for me in New Orleans. <laughs> but uh, it was how he got the MVP was so gross. It was just giving him the ball, layups and little dunks, zero effort, just predetermined he was MVP because it was in New Orleans. It was the worst. Yeah. And it was just, as usual, jack and threes, barely a show. I was so turned off by that game, even though you would presumably think I would be happy that he won MVP, but it was not really an earned MVP. It was just given and like some, some rite of passage in the league. Like, okay, it's Anthony Davis's turn. He's host star or some bullshit like that. And it just unfolded. And then at the end, they cap it off by that weekend announcing the boogie trade. The internet is going crazy. I'm angry, so angry. I do not like the trade at all. But okay, all right. So they got uh, they got boogie and uh, uh, Omri. Yeah. Um, and they got they traded Buddy Heald. Yep. Tyreek Evans, uh, uh, Langston Galloway, who I'd never even heard of. Yeah, he was pretty good. Not amazing or anything. Uh, and then their first two picks in the next draft. Yes, is that what made you the most angry? Uh, and Buddy, Buddy healed a bit. Like I, that's what they need. They have no one that can create their own shot. Not that they can't still get that, but it's going to be. I don't want them to pay Drew Holiday. That's what I'm worried about too. Right. And I just don't think they can play together. I, I have no reason to. And I'm also equally as furious at Anthony Davis. So when he came to the team, I started watching more games, hoping, okay, they're going to make the, I thought for sure they're going to make the playoffs. The league wants them in the playoffs. It would at least make for an intriguing first round matchup against golden state. Right. Like a lot of stars and sure. a series that wouldn't just become nothing. And then they are just so bad. And in particular, Anthony Davis is so bad on defense. He has zero effort on defense Alvin Gentry, you got to go. I hate this guy. He's the worst coach. I knew he was a turd when he got in there. He's got to get the fuck out of there. He's driving me crazy. And you know what? Turd. Ultimately, I don't care because, I mean, there's the Warriors and a couple other teams maybe that have a chance. The league's a joke. You might as well lose. So at that point, they they win just enough to ruin their draft, presumably. And it's just, why do I watch this? And the basketball What's is terrible. We'll get to that. And they don't even have any picks. Yeah. No one's going to sign there. Every, by all accounts, the organization is run like a disaster. And they have zero fans. It makes me sick that these fans don't go to this game. These games. I would give anything to go to those games. Maybe uh, <sighs> maybe Davis will cheap. end up with the Lakers. Oh, he might. <laughs> he just might. But he'll be asking for a trade very soon. I would think yes. The only thing, the only shred of hope I have, CP comes back. Right. Now that could be interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah. You, you put those two with Chris Paul. He is so annoying and hellbent on winning. He might just have the Kobe effect where they're so sick of hearing him complain that they actually do what they're supposed to do. Or David Stern makes up for the shit mistake that he made and blocks Chris <laughs> Paul from, from going to New Orleans. No, no, no. Yeah, because I think Bill Simmons was talking about Chris Paul, he should go to Milwaukee or something if he wanted to have a chance at a championship. Right. No way. Come back to New Orleans. They almost did it with Chris Paul, Tyson Chandler, and David West. You would think that... Um, and like, bring J.J. Redick with you. I want him on my team. A superstar player going to Minnesota. That would, would be, be another to one. Yeah. To play with the, Towns and Wiggins. They got a good coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think New Orleans needs a new coach bad. I remember still, I know I talked about this before, Golden State when they won two years ago. Right. Alvin Gentry, when they're having the champagne poured, looking in the camera and going, AD, we're going to be here. Because he already announced he was going to be coach. We'll be here next year. Next year. Next season. One and nine. Season after that, one and nine to start. You're a joke, bud. You got to go. You know who the uh, best assistant coach to come out of Golden State is? Luke Walton? Probably Luke Walton. <laughs> yeah. And uh, do you know whose assistant coach is? Mark Madsen. He's Mark Madsen. <laughs> <laughs> Two of the greatest uh, Lakers cheerleaders mm, in history. Yeah. It's very fantastic. Uh, but uh, I've got a bone to pick with the Lakers. I okay. mean, they did a, an amazing job to lose as many games as they possibly could without deliberately looking like they were losing the games. Mm-hmm. And then they... They uh, they traded Lou Williams to Houston for nothing, the, and it was like and, and Tank City was happening. Like, guarantee that they probably wouldn't be as bad as Brooklyn, but they were going to be the second worst team. And then fucking Julius Randall decides to step up and win five in a row. <laughs> yeah, and basically put them in a spot where now they can lose the pick. That's right. It's very or they much have, more likely that they will lose the pick. a 53% chance that they will draft lower than third. Yes. Now. That's not okay. And when they if and if they fall into fourth, they lose this pick to Philly and then next year's first round pick goes to I think Phoenix. So that's totally going to murder the franchise yeah. because Julius Randle decided to uh, step up his game and play awesome. And I'm I'm happy that he's good and I'm happy that he wants to play and wants to win. But now was not the time to have that attitude. I agree. Wait until they get, you know, the first or second best player in the NBA draft. And I mean, I don't really want Paul George to come now, but he's probably going to go to the, the Lakers because Magic is like... Really into Paul George. Oh, yeah? <laughs> You're more into his Twitter feed than I am. Does he talk about him? Oh, a lot? he loves Paul George. He wants Paul George to be a Laker so bad. Everybody in the league knows that that's you know what the idea is. So uh, you know they could have had a pretty good team next year, and who knows what's going to happen now? They'll still be all right. I mean, yes. I mean, it, it would be nice to have another high draft pick and and not lose. Uh, next year's as well, uh, because you know that would be terrible, and uh, you know you you really need to build your team through the draft. You mm-hmm. can't just uh, you can't go and get 
Dwight Howard and Steve Nash and put them with Kobe and Gasol and think it's going to work. And yes, injuries had a lot to play in that debacle. I think they only played, what, three games the entire season where they were all yes. together. Something terrible. So. Yeah, and then I continued to watch, I guess, a bit of the Pelicans and just kind of faded out. And I hear everyone talking about how great the product is and how great this the stories are and i just i don't see it at all i'm so disinterested yeah and in the playoffs i've watched here and there tried watching a couple games definitely watched some close fourth quarters uh yesterday i started watching the chicago boston fourth quarter and it was horrible it was isolation shots every time Dwayne wade chucking up the worst threes i've ever seen in my life well, or a foul or this is I, this happens all the time now. The pump fake guy jumps; they jump into him. Free throws. It happens on like ten percent of the plays now. It is the worst. I can't take it. Nobody passes anymore. Well, I, Chicago was playing much better before Rondo got hurt, and I mean it was a combination of having Rondo and then Isaiah Thomas's sister dying in a car accident. Yeah. Well, it's it's not the the skill level; it's just the style of play. And even I watched. The so you're one, like you're like Phil. I guess I am. Yeah. We're old crotchety men. That's right. And the the other game, the San Antonio Memphis game that went to overtime and Kawhi like hit some amazing shots, but then all of a sudden now Kawhi was he took 10 shots in a row. It was probably 4 okay. without passing. And like this is not the Spurs. Like how is Popovich not losing his mind right now? Probably is, but just silently. Yeah. Or Silently teaching a lesson. Yes. That is why I appreciate the Spurs at the very least. And Memphis, it was just back and forth, one-on-one, back and forth, one-on-one. And I will say this. Memphis does uh, play ghost on the court while they're bringing up the ball. Right. So I'm liking Memphis these days. Sure. (laughs) Square hammer was played. Uh, But the one other game that I was just like, I'm, I'm done was what, game five, Houston, Oklahoma City. Fourth quarter, Oklahoma City was down. They were getting no calls. James Harden gets every call. It makes me sick. They were Westbrook was taking every shot. Every shot. Yes. <laughs> he missed one. One of his own teammates, was the rebound went to another guy. He missed, and Westbrook was already going towards the basket to get a rebound. And another guy... On their team, I can't remember who it was, was like basically had an open layup. Like he was going to get the rebound and do a putback right away. Russell was coming from the other direction and ripped the rebound out of his own teammate's hands, like to try and take a three. It was the worst. This guy cannot be MVP. He cannot be. It is a travesty. Yeah. I, I, that's, he's, he's had some pretty incredible stats. Uh, but, you know, like, they finished the sixth seed. They're probably, you know, like they're already out, you know, and uh, the person that he's in contention with for MVP is on the team that knocked his team out. Yeah. I mean, you're supposed to make your teammates better. And does Westbrook really do that? No. James Harden seems to. Yeah, I would agree. I, I didn't think Houston would do well. I just looked at now I did somewhat factor in the idea that Eric Gordon was basically not trying for four years in New Orleans. Right. 
and started to try a bit, knowing that his contract was coming up last at the end of last year. And now he can. He's amazing. All of a sudden, hits threes like it's nobody's business. Right. He's amazing. It drives me crazy. Sure. So I thought, but I still looked at the teams like these are guys who stunk on New Orleans with Anthony Davis, who I would rather have than Harden. But I gotta admit, like Harden, you would rather have the brow over the beard. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, he has become a much better facilitator, and they're a much more intriguing and fun team to watch and a better style of play. So I've definitely come to appreciate them more except for him getting a call constantly. And I see other guys get mauled. I don't know why he gets every call because he like, he's awkward. It's just because he's awkward. Well, Kawhi Leonard should be MVP. Probably there. Or I honestly think Draymond green could be considered too. Like he does everything for that team. Defense, assists, scores, rebounds. He shows up when he needs to show up. The thing is though, I mean, you know, you can make arguments for James Harden, you can make arguments for Westbrook or Kawhi or who'd you just say? Uh no one's making a case for Draymond Green. Draymond but, Green. But, me. but I mean, the best player in the league is still LeBron James. Yeah. Oh, and LeBron, of course. Right. Yes. And, you know, like if you ask any player in the NBA or any coach or any general manager or any team president, you know, you've got one play or you've got one pick to start your team. Everybody is taking LeBron James mm-hmm. ab- above all of those guys. 100%. So, I mean, he's the best player in the league. He's the most valuable player in the league every year. Yes. Just but- like Greg Popovich should win coach of the year every year. So I, I I don't necessarily want to see Russell Westbrook win either because all he does is, I mean, he does have a lot of assists, so I can't call him a, a super ball hog, but he takes a lot of shots. Yeah, I have not watched a lot of his games, but I would guess a lot of those assists are double teams and a guy's practically wide open. <laughs> like, it's not like it's... They're, they're, he's generating the assist, I agree, but it's because the ball is in his hands all the time. I want to see some stats on that. Yeah, I, How many of his assists are because he's been double teamed and is a wide open player? Yeah, I, I would think a lot. Which, to be fair, is him generating that. Like He and, deserves the credit. Clearly making a good pass. Yes. So. So, but he does have the ball 50% of the time when they're on offense. Yeah. You're going to get a lot of stats that way, no matter sure. who you are. And, you know, he is a good player. I mean, no, of course, I, I, of course he's good. I'm surprised that they, they did win as many games as they did. I mean, they lost probably the second or third best player in the NBA. And then they only won like seven less games. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's not bad at all. No. And of, of course, if Westbrook was on the Pelicans, I would be saying he's the greatest player of all time. Right. <laughs> should be of, course, of course. That's, that's how these things work. Um, but I, I might watch some more here and there in the second and third rounds. I had said earlier today, Toronto will win tonight to win the series. Who else played They're currently tonight? up by 25 in the third. Does San Antonio play tonight? And Memphis, yes. Memphis. I think San Antonio's going to lock it up tonight. But the league might want at least one game seven. They might really phone it in on this one. Yeah. I mean, uh, like Golden State didn't exactly have a tough time with no. Portland 
And uh, how do you feel about Utah and the Clippers? I would I would have picked the Clippers to win that series before the series started. Right. I think it's the injuries are too much. I feel like so who all is they're hurt? demoralized. Yeah. Uh, like Blake Griffin is yeah. the main one, but I don't even know if anyone else is hurt. But once that happened, you could kind of feel the air come out of the team. They like, did win if, a game after that, but it if Utah if Utah does win the series, like. You got to blow that team up, right? It's oh, the, yeah. It's the end of the Clippers. CP, you come back to NOLA, baby. Is he a, fr- we'll a free agent? We'll take What? Is he a free agent? I don't know. Oh. I think so. Yeah, because they're talking about how he made a rule with the Players Association that was like some new veterans rule that would allow him to make an insane amount of money. Oh, right. And stay with the team. Right. But we'll see. Yeah, and uh, like, is it time for Doc to go? And it's time to just everybody to. Can they bring bring back Vinny Del Negro? <laughs> <laughs> I think the team should implode or just break apart. Sad. I really liked the team, and I right. want them to do well. I've I've said before, it is strange that Doc Rivers was a great coach, or it was said that he was a great coach for the Celtics when he. That team complained about every call, and he complained about every call. And now that he does that on the Clippers with Chris Paul, now it's, oh, they complain too much. That's why they can't win. The the <laughs> I don't understand why switching jerseys makes uh, the rules different. But it's it's done. It's got to be done. Chris I Paul, think so. I think, I don't, like, Chris Paul wants to win. Yeah, I don't. Maybe he'll finally get to join the Lakers. Maybe. I don't think that'll get him. He needs to fast track his way to a championship. <laughs> Big time. So, uh, yeah, it's a, a Golden State Cavaliers final would be intriguing. I don't know why I'm thinking San Antonio, Washington. Really? Yeah. That's my gut. Uh, yeah, so we, we already mentioned Houston uh, blew past OKC. Uh, Spurs and uh, Grizzlies game six is tonight. Spurs are up 3-2. Uh, Boston's up 3-2 in Chicago. Yeah, they're going to wrap it up, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wizards Atlanta. Wizards are up 3-2. You think that'll go Game 7? Uh, if San Antonio wins tonight, yes, it'll definitely go Game 7. Because the NBA wants yeah. a Game 7? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Toronto, Milwaukee, and then uh, uh, the Cavs over the Pacers. Four straight. Um a lot of people were concerned about, you know, how the, the Cavs really had to work hard to beat the Pacers. Well, it's the playoffs. Teams yeah. are going to play hard, I guess. And it's not so, like Indiana was a terrible team. Yeah. I mean, they swept them. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not going to be that easy. There were some easy games, too, where they won yes. by a lot. And they came back they, from... They, they had some pretty They had the biggest comebacks. halftime comeback ever in the playoffs. So, and it's pretty good. Because they have LeBron James. Yes. So, all right, so if things go the way you say, um, so Golden State versus Utah in round two would be your guess. Yes, and Golden State will win. And then Houston and the Spurs in round two. I think so. And then who's your pick for the winner of that? Spurs. Spurs. Spurs over Golden State. Spurs over Golden State. And then, uh, so Boston over Chicago, Wizards over Hawks. Mm -hmm. Boston and Wizards, who do you think? Wizards. Wizards. And then Raptors and Cleveland. I think Raptors. Uh, <laughs> Cleveland's got to lose at some point in my scenario. 
I think they might lose to, to, to the, the Raptors. Raptors. No chance. No chance they lose to the Raptors. I think they will. No. I mean, the Celtics were the only team that I think that could really compete with uh, the Cavs. And then the Cavs went into Boston and just murdered them. <laughs> so, you know. I know. I'm picking Raps over Cavs. And then. If you're going to go bold, go ultra Wizards bold. over Raptors. Uh, yes. And Spurs over the Wizards in the final. Absolutely. That's pretty bold. You got well. It's no fun to just say Golden State's going to win. Fair enough. Got a man up. So, um, I want to tie this one uh, sack time email we got <laughs> okay. to our NBA talk. Uh, so, big shout out to uh, Max Ketchum, uh, who did some research for us. And uh, so here we go. So, um, hey guys. Thought you might want to discuss some of your NBA predictions from Ball Junk episode 24, <laughs> November 3rd, 2016. I still know them, I think. I have listed your predictions with a rough time code on the show. Also, I assume we'll be talking about the Cousins trade. Could you talk a bit about the Kings and their future? I'm a Kings fan, and though I was initially shocked and disappointed about what we got for Cousins, I'm optimistic about the team's young guys and our two top 10 draft picks. I mean, so Buddy Hield's a good player. Yes. And, uh, his, his downside is he's already a little older. Like, right. he played a lot of years in college. In college. And, you know, Tyreek Evans, if they don't want to keep him, like he's, he's an asset that they could they could move. I think his contract has got to yeah. be close to being over. And then, the, yeah, they have two top ten picks and then, you know, potentially, you know, a, a high second round pick, too. Their owner definitely causes problems. <laughs> and Vlade, I'm not so sure about. As as uh, Shaq's co-owner, right? I don't of the Kings? think so. Isn't it? I don't know what. I honestly, I don't know. He has something to do with the Kings. Can you Google that? I can Google that. Go onto the Google.com and type in Shaq Kings something. Yeah, he's, it looks like he's a minority owner. Minority owner. That's what I thought. And uh, yeah, Vladdy. I don't know what's going on with that guy. <laughs> no. That's a little weird. Uh, but Max is from. Northern California, so it would make sense that he's a Kings fan. Yeah. All right, so um, 49 minutes into that podcast, (laughs) Frank doesn't think Golden State will win the title. You're still sticking to that. I'm aware of that when I'm making these predictions as well. 50 minutes in. Frank, people seem to be high on Houston and James Harden. I do not understand that for the life of me. They're basically <laughs> last year's Pelicans, but with James Harden instead of Anthony Davis. Yes. So you were a bit wrong on that. I, I Which I have admitted here. Yes. I still think they're trash, by the yeah. way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Take away his free throws. Have the refs dislike him for a day and see how good they do. Going through this, um, all right, you could tell that I led our NBA conversation uh, by asking you questions because like this is two pages of comments and it's almost like I say like six things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, 52 minutes in. Frank thinks Russ will do good this season and make the playoffs. Okay. He did well. They made the playoffs. Uh, Frank and Golden State. I don't think this team is going to be that good. I think there will be ego issues. Finally, I think that loss to the Spurs was pretty telling. What loss? The opening game oh, right. of the season. Yeah, yeah, they right. got piss pumped. And I agreed with you. Uh, they are good, though. They're like the only team that actually plays real basketball anymore. Frank thinks the Spurs will be number one in the West. I was pretty. It almost happened. Yeah. They were with like two weeks left. 
Uh, Greg thinks the Knicks will be a joke. Frank disagrees, thinks they're going to be good. <laughs> I won that one. <laughs> uh, I love Noah. One of the most underrated players in the league, in my opinion. That's what you said. Yeah, he's too, I, look too good. And I said, <laughs> I love Phil. I don't want to see him tarnish his legacy. Which he is. And he said he's kind of tarnishing it. And I said, he kind of is. <laughs> um, Frank ranks the East. Cavs, Celtics, Raptors, and then a crapshoot from 4 to 10. Uh, that's not that's what happened pretty much hmm. with Celtics and Frank thinks Houston will be terrible. I don't ha- I don't have them making the playoffs. I had them at the first team not making the playoffs. And Frank, there's a Pelicans bias in there. Ultra bold <laughs> prediction. Eric Gordon, Gordon leads the league in three-pointers. <laughs> Let me False. see. It. Gordon ranks 4th in three-pointers made. <laughs> Gordon ranks 3rd in three-pointers attempted. Frank thinks the Clippers will be top 3 in the West. No, not really. They were fourth. Um, I would love to see a remake. <laughs> Apparently, I said I would love to see a remake of my dinner with Andre with Doc Rivers and Kevin Matumbo. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're throwing all these amazing basketball stats and comments, and this is my fucking addition to the NBA conversation is a, a remake good, of my dinner with Andre. It's a good addition. <laughs> Very good addition. It might be the best addition out of all of them. Uh, Frank thinks Timberwolves would be good, but not make the playoffs. They weren't that good. No. They were disappointing. Ultra bold prediction: Sacramento will finish dead last in the NBA. False. Finished twelfth in the West and twenty third overall. They were pretty bad, though. Frank's not optimistic about the Pelicans listing bad teams. Nets, Seventy Sixers, Magic Heat, and apparently you got cut off. I don't know if it was by me or if we just changed topic. Frank thinks the Bulls will uh, will just make or just miss the playoffs. How can, that couldn't be any better? Forty one and forty one tied with Miami, last spot. No, gets better. Um, Frank doesn't think LeBron will be MVP. He says his MVP is Kawhi Leonard, but you won't <laughs> wager on it. Uh, Spurs will win the West easily. That didn't happen. No, that's final. Oh, okay. Frank says Curry might have a drop off this season, but will be intentional to help integrate Kevin Durant. Uh, you're not sure about Rookie of the Year. You give it to Embiid. Um, and then I said, unless he gets hurt. Uh, Frank doesn't think Westbrook gets MVP. Doesn't think OKC will be good enough. Adds if they sh- adds. If they shock by finishing third or winning the division, then possibly. Uh, you said uh, uh, we both said the Celtics would win the Atlantic. We were right. So here's your ranking of the of the East: Cavs, Celtics, Raptors, Hawks. Pretty close so far. Mm-hmm. Wizards. Wizards. So you just had them flipped. Knicks, Eesh. Pacers, and then out of the Bucks, the Bulls. I had. Uh, Cavs, Celtics, Wizards, Raptors, Pacers, Hawks, the Heat, and then the Bucks or the Bulls. And I was close with the Heat. Mm-hmm. They had a good run to almost get there. Yeah, I mean, we were both pretty close. Yeah, I don't think there was... It wasn't that hard the of Bucks a year to predict. were better than we thought they were yeah. going to be, but yeah. They weren't that great, though. It was, when I said a crapshoot, it was... Until Washington got hot towards the end of the season or after the All-Star game, they were all hovering around 500 from 4 to 10. Frank says Utah wins the Northeast Division over AKC by a lot. That didn't happen. Well, you, not by a lot, but they did. By four games. You said Utah would be ahead of OKC. Yeah, they are. Oh, yeah, you're right. They were. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Frank says Golden State will win the Pacific. Spurs win the Southwest. Uh, Spurs beat Golden State's record for wins. <laughs> I wanted that was ultra bold though. <laughs> that was ultra that bold. was ultra bold qualifier. Uh, Spurs finished with sixty one wins. The West, you ranked Spurs, Golden State, Clippers, Utah. Close so far. Houston. I had a bias against Houston. Dallas, OKC, Pelicans. <laughs> a little off. A little off. Uh, I said Spurs, Golden State, OKC, Clippers, Houston, Memphis, Utah, Pelicans, or Phoenix. So I missed. Who did we both miss? Portland. And they came on real late. Yeah. Uh, Frank feels like Dallas is going to be good. Greg ain't buying it. <laughs> Frank sees Timberwolves as a long shot for eight seed. Uh, Eastern Conference. For, for, okay, then we agreed everything after that for the Eastern Conference Finals: Cavs over Celtics, Spurs over Warriors, and then Spurs over Cavs. Yeah, it's a lot of good work done by uh, by. Yes, Max. thanks, thanks, Max. I appreciated that. I That's thought it was going to go stuff. much worse. Well, your predictions? Yeah, they were In pretty what good. Way? Well, there's this, I hit some there. I thought they were all going to be huge whiffs. No, no. I mean, you're, you're usually your ultra bolds are mostly whiffs, but they're they were close. <clears throat> you, had, you had some good stuff. They were close. Oh, the Raptors are going to blow this lead now that I mentioned it. Oh my god! How far up are they? Thirteen, <laughs> going into the fourth. It's still a pretty good lead. Mm, they'll choke. Oh dear lord! Uh, so you've been watching some hockey playoffs, you said. I uh, watched almost all of the Toronto Washington series. Right. You were pulling for the Leafs? Yeah. I kind of like them now. Why is that? I just love Zaitsev. I love that name. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just Zaitsev jumping, jumping on that blue and white bandwagon. And I actually, there's no, in the past, there's like been players on the Leafs that just great at me. And I I just couldn't stand them. I kind of like everyone on their team now. Nazem Kadri. He's the only one. That's okay. so. We were talking about this me and my friend the other day, and then I said, "Oh yeah, Nazem Kadri, that dive he took was pretty bad." Yeah, against Ovechkin, that was a little gross. Uh, but other than that, I like everyone on the team. Like he, uh, I used to watch when he played. Uh, I don't think they were the Marlies yet. I think they were still in St. John's when they would come to Hamilton and play the Bulldogs. And he was always the type of guy that, you know, at the end of a play, all the players get into the big scrum. The linesman will get in there, and once the linesman get in there, he'd throw a punch or throw a face wash after the officials were in between players. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like that kind of a player. No, sir. But mind you, like, there's four of those guys on the Canadians. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got Steve Ott and Andrew Shaw and Gallagher and Evelyn, and all of them are kind of dicks. <laughs> So you kind of like them a bit when they're on your team, but I admit that they're that. dicks. So. Yes, I'm not. I'm not defending anything. You do need a dick for the most part on your team. Yes, got to have at least one dick. <laughs> the uh, I watched a lot of the Edmonton series. I'm a David kid. He's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not bad. He's a, a lot like just watching him versus Austin Matthews. Even like, there's a big spread there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a lot better than the the next closest young yeah, player for sure. But I would say, like, I at the beginning of the playoffs, I think I had Pittsburgh winning again. I think uh, I did too. And I thought Toronto would beat Washington. I really did. They are born chokers. The 
I am a born choker. Right. So I recognize it. Got it. And I, I see that in Washington. And I, it just ain't going to happen. I, uh, I knew the Rangers were going to beat the Canadians. That sucks. I, I like the Habs. But, uh, well, I mean, it's like the whole NHL playoff format this year was stupid. Like Gary Bettman, like the way. Like the whole new division matchup thing? Yeah, and how they, they wanted to maintain rivalries in the playoffs. And so it's like two of the best teams in the league, Pittsburgh and Columbus, played each other in yeah, the first round. Yeah, it makes round. no sense. And like, you know, the Canadians were seated number two and the Rangers were seated number seven. There was one point that separated them in the in the conference. Now, I don't know. I do not know if anything changed. I'm pretty sure it didn't. But when they went to this whole new division setup and playoff determination, like seedings and matchups, did they increase the number of division games? I don't think so. No. Which that's the only thing that makes sense where you put like a higher emphasis on division play and then you play those teams in the playoffs. Other than that, it's completely arbitrary. The, this old seeding made sense from a conference schedule perspective. It's insane. Yeah, I mean, they, they should have, you know, they had their six teams and their two wildcard teams and then seed them one to eight by the number of points that they had. Uh, because that way, I mean, then the the best two teams aren't playing each other in the second round, which is what is happening with Washington and Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. You know, they should be playing in the Eastern finals, not in the, you know, semis. Yeah, I agree completely. So they kind of messed everything up. But uh, anyway, you know, the Rangers beat the Habs and Senators and Bruins series was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, there were some good games there, uh, Caps over the Leafs and uh, Penguins over the Blue Jackets. Uh, a lot easier than uh, than I think they anticipated. Because uh, the Blue Jackets had a pretty decent record, and uh, they had a lot of wins, and they had, a, they had a pretty good team and a good coach. But, uh, yeah, they just uh, ran into uh, Sidney Crosby. What are you going to do? And Pittsburgh's kind of sneaky dirty as well. And they you, do have you, some. You that. need that in the playoffs, right? Because it's a different sport, essentially, and that's why I re- I th- thought Anaheim was going to do well, and there was one team I thought I thought Boston. Well, was Anaheim did do well. They yeah, they but then kind of murdered the Flames. Uh, who lost to Nashville? I thought Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, would do. I didn't well. like nobody thought the Predators would sweep. Yeah, but that's why I love the NHL. Like, I, it, it doesn't it, matter. It like, just feels so open, and I don't feel the element of league control or pre predetermined outcomes. It just this is truly sports. Like anything can happen. Like effort is going to determine who wins these games. If there was like an over under Vegas bet for a number of games in the NHL playoffs that went into overtime, like you would bet the over every single time. Yeah. Because so many games went in overtime. And what I did enjoy is that, for the most part, those overtime games ended in the first overtime. Yeah. Because, you know, I go to bed at like 9.30. <laughs> so I like when the games, you know, can finish close to 10, you know, and so I can fall asleep as as the game is ending. But, uh, yeah, when they go into like the late overtimes, I just I just can't stay up. 
I'm I'm an old guy. I stay up pretty late, so. Do you? Yeah, I see, know. I got to get up at five. I walk the dog. I got to do my DDP yoga. <laughs> Cheap plug. Not your mama's yoga. That's right. You know, at the end of it, uh, I give the sign of the diamond cutter and yell, bang. <laughs> I don't actually do that. So Preds and Blues, uh, Preds won uh, game one in their second round matchup, and the Oilers beat the Ducks. Huge. Uh, yeah, it's massive. And then, uh, yeah, uh, Rangers and Senators and Penguins and Caps tonight. Do you have scores up? I, well, uh, Sens and Rangers are tied 1-1, and Penguins are up 2-0 in Washington. Not really a big surprise. No. I mean, uh, that's just the way the Capitals do it. They have an amazing regular season and then the playoffs. Born Chokers, man. That's all there's to it. Born, born <laughs> Chokers, just like you. Yep. <laughs> I don't know why you think that. Uh, I don't know either. It's fun to say. <laughs> I just feel like when the pressure's on, I flounder. <laughs> so what? Uh, what do you think about the Vegas Golden Knights? I'm excited, and the Raiders go in there too. I want to go to Vegas. Yeah, be pretty exciting to go in the uh, October, November. It's cold here. Be a great time. Get see a couple of games. What do you think of their logo? I can't even like draw it from memory. Oh, okay. exactly what it is. So not great. I didn't think it was that bad though. Apparently, they uh, um, weren't allowed to trademark it because it. Uh, it matched closely to like a, an NCAA team or something like that. Kind of yeah, reminds no, me like of the uh, the DC Comics superhero Doctor Fate. Hmm. That's what the helmet looks like to me. Yeah, uh, I would say it's kind of cool. They would have silver and black, and that. Gold, why do you think they have black the, and gold? Little silver. Why do you gold, think they have? Honey? They're the Golden Knights. Like, what is the? I don't know. <laughs> to be gold. I guess because like there's money in Vegas and stuff like that, gold. But I mean, like the Golden Nugget Casino Hotel. Wouldn't like? Oh no, that's bingo. Yeah, in Niagara. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Nugget Bingo. <laughs> Let's go for the gold. Um, yeah, it's like there was like Golden Knights or Silver Knights were like two of the options. I think Black Knights as well. Just Vegas Knights is way better. Because it's night. Vegas Knights, yeah. Dave Damashek has been trying to get that name going for a long time. Just in sports in general. And just nights. It's better. It's cleaner. I mean, I under, I, like you would want to go with like some sort of a, not really a gambling theme. I get it. They didn't want to have that. But the Vegas Aces. I, I'm fine. I love everything except the Golden. It's unnecessary. How about the Las Vegas Crazy Eights? pretty good yeah why did they do that i'm down i like the negative space v in the helmet i'm in i and uh so george mcphee who kind of built the the capitals years ago i think he was the gm when they went to the stanley cup final with uh olaf kolzig in net Oli the goalie that's right and it's yeah so gerald gallant who was it was an amazing coach and was foolishly fired by the florida panthers uh, who then got even worse after they uh, axed him. So they got a great coach and a pretty decent uh, hockey mind uh, upstairs running the team. And then, then the first thing that they've done is uh, told T- 
teams that they'd be willing to accept draft picks in exchange if if player if teams want uh uh want to encourage uh, the Vegas team to select a certain player from the team or to not select a certain player from the team in the expansion draft. Hmm. And I did not know that you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> that you could bribe a team to do your own bidding. Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. It's risky. It's a gamble. So you could have like a, a pretty amazing weekend, or not even a but like an amazing vacation in Las Vegas. Because you know you could, you could get a hockey game, mm-hmm. you could get an NFL game. There's probably a good chance there's a UFC event on because sure, yeah. they're always in Vegas. There's a lot of stuff. You know, let's. I mean, now there's always shows. And, well, now gambling. there's stuff to do in Las Vegas. Yeah, it's awesome. Like <laughs> I would have been like. If I was a uh, a resident in nearby like Henderson or or even you know uh in Las Vegas itself uh when they had the International Hockey League team there like that would have been amazing to uh see that kind of hockey down there. I mean, I think that's where Radic Bonk played. <laughs> it's pretty good. Remember Radic Bonk? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Didn't he play for the Capitals too? Like <clears throat> he played for the Canadians. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking. I'm looking at my giant set of dice, which we were talking about before the show. That's they are. That is a giant set of dice. They should do that. They should have like a casino where everything's bigger, and you like, you feel like a kid or something, like you're in a giant world. Like in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, they had that land at and Disney you, World. You like do craps on the craps table. Like you place. That'd be huge. Let's. That'd be expensive. I know you're taking up a lot of floor space with this idea, but like Circus Circus, that place is a dump. Dedicate like half of it to this and have high stakes in that room. What's if, Circus Circus? A casino. In Vegas? Yeah. I've never been. No. So, and it's got like a weird kind of circusy theme. So like dedicate part of it to like these games with high limits where you're on the craps table or like you have to like, takes four people to pull down the slot machine arm. This is all. I got to cut this out of the show. This is good. Are you are you are you a big gambler? <laughs> Not really. No. No. So you don't you like to gamble? I will. Yeah, I'll go to the casino once in a while. Are you more of a slot guy? Uh, I'd say I'm more of a roulette or blackjack guy. Okay. But I will play slots. Do you uh do you take Wesley Snipes advice when you play roulette? I don't. I don't. Do you know what his advice is? Always bet on black. <laughs> of course. Do you remember the movie? Passenger 67? 57. 57. I've never seen it. You've never seen Passenger 57? Nope. Oh, my God. You've seen everything. Can I get you anything? No. I'm just hearing the noise outside. It's bothering me. Oh. Is it, uh, you know, that uh, child you have locked in your basement? No, and it's not a dog oh. that I would... Yell at like Jombie the genie. <laughs> anyway. Oh, did I tell you that I, I now have my dog? No. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We, um, here's a crazy story. <laughs> um, not sports related at all. But, uh, so I took two weeks off at the beginning of March just to, I had 
I you do. usually do, right? Like March break time, aren't you? Uh, I usually do sometime in February, okay. but this time I took it later, and because uh, I just had some extra vacation time that I needed to use, so I, t- I took that off. And uh, my ex called me up and said, uh, "Hey, you know, since you're taking the time off, did you want to watch both of the dogs? And you know, I'd like to go to the UK to do some traveling." And I said, "Sure, I'll stay with the dogs. I like the dogs. They're my dogs." And then uh, a couple of days before she uh, was coming back, I got a text that said, hey, um, so I met somebody a couple of days ago and we got engaged. Really? Yeah. So do you want to keep the dogs? <laughs> well, no. She, we're, I'm sending the Border Collie to her. Oh, okay. Because she had him before we got together. But uh, I got to keep the German Shepherd. So she didn't come back. She came back for like four days, packed up two suitcases, and went back. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> she said I got engaged, and I said, muzzle. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a what? crazy story. So now, yeah, I have a dog, but uh, nobody has threatened to kill this dog yet. Not That's like, good. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember the actor. He played John B. the Genie. Right. If this is breaking news to us on TMZ. On TMZ. John B. the Genie actor. Uh, threatened to kill a dog and has been, I guess, what's what's the official term here? Let's see. Accused or co- convicted? Big news. John B. the Genie accused... <laughs> not, this is how loose it is. Yeah. Pee-wee's Playhouse actor John B. the Genie accused of threatening to kill dog. <laughs> and it's basically... The, the dog was barking and driving him crazy. And he did what? Which happens to me every day. Oh, okay. And I say the same things in my house when I hear these dogs wake me up every morning. And uh, he just said it out loud, I guess. And it's a joke. The world's a joke, basically. (laughs) It is. And I'm reading the joke, so the joke's on me. The joke is totally on Why were you even on TMZ anyway? I don't know. I'm addicted. You want, to, you want to find the latest breaking news of which wrestler has passed away? Oh, speaking of, so you were in San Antonio when the uh, Royal Rumble was happening. Yeah, I didn't get to go. Did you go to a Spurs game? No. You didn't do anything? Spurs game actually couldn't have happened because it's, it was an early start. Oh. And we were not done at the show. But I, those trade shows are so exhausting. I was just, like, I'm, At the end of each day, I'm just done. Like... I was so sure that you were going to be the surprise 30th entrant in the Royal Rumble. Like, I had my snacks, and I was like, it's going to be Frankie Knox. It's going to be Frankie Knox. And it wasn't you. That's too bad. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even get to watch it. So. Oh, that's a shame. Or WrestleMania. First year in a long time I haven't wow. watched either. You were too busy to watch Mania. You would have been impressed with the setup. Yeah? Yes. It was in, uh, like, they... Um, the theme was the ultimate thrill ride, WrestleMania, and it was in Orlando. And so, like, they were in the, what stadium is that? Not the Rose Bowl, it's the uh, Citrus Bowl. And uh, so they had this, the ramp was longer than a football field that went from the backstage area down to the ring. And so they had the ring, and then above it was an even bigger ring suspended above the ring, which was the light fixture hmm. and then uh, they built a roller coaster on the who designed upper... this thing tommy lee <laughs> i think vince mcmahon he's a crazy person and it was uh it was a pretty awesome show 
uh, highlighted by the surprise return of the Hardy Boys. Remember Matt and Jeff? Yeah, when they came back. Didn't care for them. And they won the tag titles on the show. Nice. It was a huge pop. Huge pop? Huge pop. What's a pop? Oh, like the crowd? Yes. Okay. Pop the crowd? Never heard that term before? No. No? That's what happened every time that Westbrook shot a three. Pop the crowd? Oh. Raptors are only up by eight now. Uh oh. (laughs) Oh, my God. Are you excited about my. Upcoming appearance on the uh, Film Junk podcast. I am. Yeah. Next week, right? Guardians. Are you excited? I am too. I am excited. I'm a little worried. About the movie or about me being on the show? The movie. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Would not be worried about you being on the show. Um, Well, I mean, the first Guardians was surprisingly enjoyable. I don't think a lot of people expected it to be as fun as it was. Um, So you really... Can only go down after that. Yeah, I'm excited for Kurt Russell, as always. Uh, I mean, because you know Iron Man two was bad. Thor: Dark World bad. Winter Soldier not better than those. Better. I still didn't love it. Avengers two bad. Yeah. Two's not a good number for this franchise. Fingers crossed for Ant Man and the Wasp. <laughs> Big time. Big time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's uh, going to be pretty exciting to do uh, that show. And uh, I threw out the idea for the Jonathan Demi premium. Mm-hmm. Saw that. Yeah. Then turned into a, a Hannibal thing. Well, yeah, it's been the Hannibal thing's been discussed for a long time. People want it bad. Fa- I, uh, fava beans. Yeah, I haven't seen. Uh, it is sad that Jonathan Demi died. Was he sick? I didn't even see what happened, to be honest. I didn't. Uh, I was not aware that he was sick, but I, I do believe. It, uh, I don't. I don't. I'm gonna, I was going to say I think it was cancer, but I don't know that for sure. Yeah, I don't know either. I've just kind of been living in a bubble. So and then you wake up the next day and Jombie's in trouble. I know. It's so disturbing. You never know what's going to happen. Rosie. He died. Who? Rosie. Who's Rosie? He was uh, one of the Samoans. Oh, is this a wrestling yeah. person? He was Roman Reigns' older brother. Oh, yeah? And he uh, performed in a tag team called Three Minute Warning. Wow. No recollection of that. With uh, Somehow he was related to the other Samoan in that tag team, <laughs> uh, who was at that time named Jamal, who then went on to become Umaga. No idea. Who was also now deceased. And then, uh, yeah, so Rosie, after he, he went on and became a tag team with uh, the Hurricane. Do you remember the Hurricane? Hurricane Helms? No. No? Oh, wait, maybe. Yeah. And uh, Rosie uh, then became known as the superhero in training. Do you get that acro- the acronym there? Shit. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god! This yeah, I this is late. This is what mid two thousands got to be. Uh, yeah, early to mid two thousands. Yeah, I was fully checked out of wrestling at this point. He fully, had, he had a bad heart. Mm-hmm. He's a large man. Mm-hmm. Sad though. And Indeed. then Jonathan Demi, rest in peace, Rosie. Who's uh, who's going to be the next? Next what? Celebrity. They usually go in threes, right? I, I don't like to speculate. No? I can't. Sorry. That's okay. 
I'm not going to judge you. I respect your decision. So not, not only do we have, uh, you know, like the, you think are they going to be called the Raiders in Vegas? I would think so, yeah. Do you know who doesn't like that? Who? Tom Hanks. Oh, no? No. What did I he have to say? I have a him? little message here from Mr. Tom Hanks regarding the Raiders. You cannot take the silver and black, put them in an air-conditioned dome in the desert, make them play on artificial turf within a stone's throw of the fountains of Caesar's Palace, and call them the Raiders. Here's the thing I don't quite understand, and I'm not trying to. This isn't one of the many causes I'm fighting for. I'm just thinking as a fan. It's a billion-dollar industry. They have billion-dollar TV contracts. All the owners are billionaires. And yet when they want to build a stadium they're going to use for 10 weeks out of the year, they expect the city taxpayers to buy the building. The only good thing that is going to come out of the Oakland Raiders leaving, and really there is nothing good that will come out of it, is that the Oakland A's might get their own ballpark. Thanks, Hanks. Tom Hanks, <laughs> supporter of Oakland sports. He must love the Warriors, too, because they play in Oakland. Does he? Does he does, he's coming out of the woodwork now, this Hanks character. Well, I mean, like, T has Hanks. he ever done a good movie? A few. Oh, okay. He uh, also said that he's going to be uh, giving up the NFL for two years. Really? Yep. Because okay. Of, because of what happened to the Raiders. And then the Raiders made a, a big splash. Made a big trade. Did they trade for Lynch? Or yes, it was kind of like to a, yeah. do something. Yes, okay. and uh, so I'm going to print out uh, a tweet. Okay, from Marshawn Lynch. I love this guy. It's time. Yes, Lord, twelfth man. I'm thankful, but shit just got real. <laughs> I had hella fun in Seattle, but I'm really from Oakland. Doe like really, really, really from Oakland. Doe <laughs> town business breath on me. I love, I love Marshall he's, Lynch. He's the greatest. <laughs> oh, when he was on Conan O'Brien's uh, video game show with Gronk, he is the funniest. Love that guy. I'm sad he ever left Buffalo. Really, though, translates into for real, though. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. It was a response to his tweet. But he's, it's fantastic. I am kind of pissed that he decided to do this in a year where the Bills have to play the Raiders. But other than that, and the Dolphins, I think. Yep. Um, Dolphins owner was the only one to Yes, uh, yeah, we talked about that. We did briefly talk about it. It turns out is that uh, his feeling is that uh, the teams are there for the fans and that uh, he didn't think a fan betrayal was the right move. Hmm. Except he's betrayed the Dolphins fans for the last <laughs> 15 seasons, putting mediocre product out there. Yeah, now, I, wanna, I, you I, know, I, I get it. Um, it. It doesn't matter what they do to the team. As long as Tom Brady's still out there, the best they can hope for is a wild card. I get it. But they've had some bad teams. Yeah, but I... I still think, like, they had new ownership group come in too, right? Mm -hmm. Like, has this guy been the owner for forever? Did he sell a minority share of the team to Jennifer Lopez and Mark Anthony and Jimmy Buffett? It seems like they're the ones running this team. 
I don't know. I just, I don't care that much. Like the thing Oakland has moved from LA back to Oakland. Like they, they've always been kind of a mess from right. a location standpoint. They don't feel that ingrained as some other teams do because their ownership has been so uh, cutthroat when it comes to real estate deals and leasing and stuff like that. So when did the whatever. chargers move next year, next season, the LA chargers. Yes. And still the LA Rams. Yes. Two teams in LA that no one is going to care about. Yeah. I think people will care more about the chargers. Really? Yeah. That's gotta be shitty for the Rams. Sure. <laughs> but it's not that big of a relocation. There's still some local fans for the chargers and it's a smaller stadium. So they will fill it up pretty easily. I think. And how long of a drive is it from L.A. to Vegas? Is it a couple hours? Yeah, three or four, I think. No, that's easy. If you're a fan, you can still be a fan. Yep. I mean, do you want to punish the players because the owner moved the team? How would you punish the players? By not cheering for them anymore. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. I mean, if the Bills moved to Toronto. That'd be uh, the worst. I would abandon them immediately. Right. So, I would. I don't feel like it's punishing the players. I feel like it's specifically punishing the owners, and I care more about the Bills than the players do. What if the Bills move to Rochester? I'd be okay with that. Okay, I'd still cheer for them. Albany. I'm moving to, to the Browns. If they go to Albany, what about if they? Went I love to, Albany. Been there many times. What if they went to Syracuse? I think I might go Browns. Wow. I like the Browns. I want to like the Browns. They're not going to be good. Ever. I don't care. I'm used to liking shit teams. (laughs) I'm very very used to it. So that's okay. I can live with that. Fair enough. (laughs) Do you want to take a trip around the world? Yes. Just got a couple of uh, things that I found uh, mildly interesting. Ever thought about... uh, Running a marathon. Never has no. crossed my mind. <laughs> Never thought about doing the 26 miles? No. When I watch, uh, speaking of which, when I watch Survivor and the challenge, I want to be on Survivor so bad. When I watch the challenges and it's always like a balance challenge or something like that, like I wish they probes, when's the chicken wing eating contest? These, obviously, I have no chance in these. They don't do the food challenges anymore where you have to eat uh, the gross things because people just did it and. It stopped being exciting. These challenges are so biased on Survivor. It drives me crazy. Biased towards what? People with good balance that are <laughs> that are small. Are Obviously, you, the small like the smaller you are, you're probably going to do better at those challenges. What or about, like where you're supporting your own weight, even what? if you're like a tall person or. Like just bigger naturally, not by your own fault. It's it, it makes those things way harder. It's bullshit, man. What about the puzzles? That's fine. You could do the puzzles. Yeah, but they what don't are, have immunity puzzle. Well, sometimes they do. What about it's the challenge where your team are blindfolded and one person has to stand up in a tree and yell directions? I would. Lo- I, I want to be on Survivor bad. Yeah. I would love to be on that show. Maybe we can get. Uh, all of the film junk crew to get on Survivor. That'd be good. Get Dax. Just everyone. Dwight guy. The director. It'd be cutthroat. 
It would be. I would vote all you sons of bitches out in a second. <laughs> Bring it. That's the game. I have to say, I have played a board game version of Survivor, I think, twice. I've won every time I've played. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. The <laughs> <laughs> board game. It's a social game, man. It's all about relationships, alliances. So 50 people decided to do a... Uh, um. A marathon in the North Pole, forty-two kilometers, twenty-six miles. Cool. Um, goggles, gloves, layers of thermal clothing. There was a uh, they had to do twelve laps of a marked course. I should hope that they marked that course because really everything out there is white, mm-hmm. and you could get lost. And die. well, this is in the North Pole, right? Yes, it's not too bad. No, no. Okay. Um, the good thing, though, is if you you know ran this race in the minus forty degree temperatures and you did your twenty six kilometers or twenty six miles, at the end, a refreshment tent was on hand for those needing hot drinks and snacks. Cool. So, I mean, if if you're gonna do that kind of a run, I would hope there'd be hot chocolate and some uh, hors d'oeuvres of sure. some kind. To finish I'm surprised it, it wasn't Antarctica. It feels like something. Where people want to run a marathon on every continent or something like that. I, I guess I that could be a thing. Uh, runners were also faced with soft snow and small ice pressure ridges. Not, not my sport. No, that sounds dangerous to me. Uh, the men's winner from Poland, Peter Suchinia. Good for him. Guess what his time was. For 26 miles? Yes. In the snow. Uh, two hours and 43 minutes? Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. That was my Donald Trump impression. You got that? Four hours, six minutes, 34 seconds. That's what, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Okay. I did the math wrong. <laughs> uh, the women's race was won by Frederic. Laurent, guess where she was from? France. Yes. Did you get that for my tremendous pronunciation? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think her time was? Uh, what was his? Four hours, six minutes, 34 seconds. Four hours, four minutes. Six hours. That much longer? 21 minutes and three seconds. Wow. It's weak, yo. It's probably mentally the most challenging thing I've ever done. Physically, it wasn't the worst. I just couldn't get a rhythm in the soft snow. You gotta get, <laughs> I get a rhythm. That's the thing I didn't factor in. The snow? Yeah, like how much that must slow you down. So I you figured were... it would be all packed down. Like if they're doing laps of a certain area after a lap or two. It also depends how many people are running in it, how fast it gets. Yeah, and if you're first, you're always kind of the first to start packing down snow. Yes. So you, you you're would paving, have, you're carving the way for, you would have else. an advantage. Yeah. You think they would no, have you'd like be disadvantaged. Like you're going into the soft snow first. Right. So the, but you would create an advantage for the people behind yes, you. Yes. Unless they sent out the team of Huskies and a sled, like in the Iditarod mm-hmm. and they created a path first. I don't think they did. All right. So 
Raptors up by three. Oh my god! How much time left? <laughs> a minute and a half. <sighs> I know how much you love curling. I went to the Scotty's Tournament of Hearts. I bet you did in St. Catharines. Did you go to the finals? No, just a regular night. Did you get loaded? No. No. Did you enjoy it? I did. I like. Yeah. I, I like curling. Did you yell? Uh, not really. I was on my best behavior. We were in a box. Do you think? Curling could be done on a grander stage. How grand? Well, you remember where you were saying before about... Uh, Giant casinos? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So how would you feel if you were playing a game of curling, but instead of using rocks on a giant sheet of ice, you used... People? Full-sized cars. Oh, that's pretty good. In Russia. And do you have to push the cars in neutral or something? Or? Uh uh, as you can see from the photo, yes, there is a person. I can't. I, can't, I never I'm saw no show you photo. the photo. Okay. There's a little car with a driver inside and a team of people behind it pushing it on the ice. That's kind of cool. Wow, I didn't. It totally aligns with my giant casino. Idea. That's what I mean. It's when crazy. You, when you mentioned the giant <laughs> casino, I was like, I can't wait to get two balls around the world to tell Frank about this giant-sized game of curling. That's good. I feel like the driver has way too much influence, though. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you kind of need that because you can't really sweep in front of it with brooms. Mm -hmm. That's not really going to alter the trajectory of a car sliding on ice. But I think having someone behind the wheel would make it super interesting. Yeah. That's cool. That's a neat idea. Yeah. I kind of like it was created by a Russian insurance agent as a promotion for insurance. I'm out. It's Car insurance. big money insurance. <laughs> Gross. I'm sure the uh, I'm sure the Russian car insurance industry is massive. Disgusting. <laughs> oh, any insurance industry is massive. Don't be so upset about it, man. Sorry. <laughs> I hate insurance. You should have it though. I do have it. Okay. I have to. Yes. By the law. It is the law. Well, if you got into an accident, you it's don't a racket. To, you don't have to pay out of pocket. Then I see insurance companies building these mansions on Niagara Street. They should did, barely be getting by. Did I get into the car accident before or after we did the I show? did not know you were in a car accident. I was in a car accident. A serious uh, one? Uh, no. I I saw you drive by the other day. You didn't see me, but Was I really? Why was I in Welland? I don't I'm know. Not in Welland very often. I guess it was Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Oh, was was I coming to Welland or leaving Welland? Leaving, I believe. I was dropping the border collie off. There you go. So, yeah. uh, and uh, the car looked normal, so it's been fixed. Okay. So I was driving on uh, East Main Street in Welland, and uh, it's a one-way street with three mm-hmm. lanes. My dad was, got an accident on that yeah. street. So I was in the left lane, uh, just outside of Sleepy Hollow Tattoo, mm-hmm. uh, right across the street from the bus station. And uh, it was in the middle of the afternoon, like around 4 o'clock or so. And uh, so the there were a lot of cars on, so not really driving very fast, like going maybe 40. And uh, the person in the middle lane just... Decided to change lanes in a hurry and uh, clipped my front end. Yeah. And the uh, the guy was driving a BMW. Hmm. Yeah. So the one of the tattoo guys uh, saw the whole thing. 
was a good good witness and so yeah took care of things right there and uh yeah got it fixed the insurance kind of it uh, it took almost a full month for the car to get fully fixed just because of insurance adjusters and going through the other guy's insurance and stuff like that and then getting the approval to get the car fixed so i had a pretty sweet rental for like a month yeah what were you rocking i don't know what it was but uh <laughs> it had seat warmers those are good yeah i was like super impressed by that because it was still cold at the time i think it was, was february and uh yeah so i had seat warmers and like the fan worked because the fan of my car doesn't work <laughs> very well because right. i have to start it <laughs> don't manually. you have to make like jimmy rig it or something well i removed the glove compartment <laughs> so i can access the fan and so when it doesn't start i have to pull out the filter make sure the fan's on low and then start it with my hand just give it a nudge and the fan will go it's good yeah and then i put the filter back in so i just leave the glove compartment piece out just popped it out there <laughs> that's awesome so yeah it was it was nice not having to do any of that and uh had a yeah it was so i mean because what i drive is a small car they gave me an appropriately sized car however the toyota echo is a uh, is a very spacious For its and roomy side, yeah. car it's it's tall toyota cars tend to be the most spacious in their class. So I was driving a Ford Focus. Ford Fiesta? Ford Focus. Fiesta. I don't remember. Probably Fiesta. It was one of those. But it was very low. And it was very difficult for me to get in and out of the car. Uh, because I'm tall. Mm -hmm. And uh, to be able to crouch that low. Um, I have to say... Uh, I was really only able to drive that car because of DDP yoga. <laughs> Not the, your mama's yoga. Right. Bang. <laughs> We're going to get a sponsor someday, man. I'm telling you. Uh, yeah. So that was my car accident story. And then uh, I was kind of happy to send the rental back. But I mean, I had it for a month. So I was like, these sons of bitches are going to try to fuck me with some like paint chips or, or something on the car, but uh, they did not. That's good. Yeah. I was kind of happy about that. Well, at least it wasn't too serious. No, no. It was just more of an annoyance and, you know, somebody being stupid and not paying attention to what they were doing. And um, After I got hit, I, I pulled into a parking lot to clear the traffic and I looked at the guy driving the, the BMW and he just had his head down. <laughs> he felt shame. Mm -hmm. For being dumb. At least he wasn't a dick. No, that's true. Although he was like, Can we get this thing going? Let's get the cops. And I'm trying to talk to my insurance. I'm like, Dummy, you're the one that screwed up. Now you wait for me. That's right. Uh, suck time. All set? I am. Looks like the Raptors are going to hold on here. Oh, my God. What a relief. By how many points? Mm, they're up by, oh, maybe not. Six. Oh, five. How much time left? 30 seconds. They're fine. If you want to ask us a question, send us a comment. You can shoot us an email, baljigpodcast at gmail.com, or you can uh, send us a tweet on the Twitter machine uh, at baljigpodcast, at Dirty Frank, three hours and dirty, at The Gas Man Lives. Follow us. Do the follow. Follow all of them. And, and enjoy our tweets. 
We tweet. Do you tweet often? Not that often. No? I like to tweet. I like to retweet. Yeah. I feel I, dumb saying that. Well, it's... Tweet. People go a little too tweety, tweety bird. I had to stop following... Norm um, McDonald? <laughs> no. Well, Norm's pretty crazy, but I had to stop following Bruce Arthur. Yeah? Because uh, he tweets probably a hundred times a day. Yeah, too much. Too much. Yeah. yeah, like if there's a major golf tournament on, you got to unfollow Norm for a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. He loves his updates. All right. Balljunkpodcast.gmail.com. Uh, first one here is from Jared Gordon. Email is titled Cleveland Sports. You like My future that? favorite team. Hey, Junkers. Does the recent success of the Cavs, Indians, Buckeyes, and Blue Jackets preclude me from being miserable about the Browns? Can Cleveland, Ohio sports fans still act miserable just because one team is really, really, really bad? Thanks, Gordo. Well, it doesn't preclude you from, like, when it's Brown season, focusing on them and how terrible they are. I have no problems with that. I would agree. You, you can't be that down in the dumps. No, because, I mean, it's a pretty hopping sports town now. I mean, it's not like how Boston was like four or five years ago when they had champions in every every sport. But, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, the, the Indians had a great season. If one of my teams ever won, ever, I would be so happy. That's all I want, one. And you've never had that? No. That's a shame. It's sad. Sorry to hear that. Um, our next email comes from Chandon Bhatt. B-H-A-T-T. Bhatt? Yeah. Greetings, noble gas man and baller of Miram. It's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, this email is titled, uh, well, let's just get there. <laughs> With the recent eight-year licensing agreement of Nike with the NBA, it appears that only the Charlotte Hornets will be exclusively wearing Michael Jordan Bryant's signature jerseys next season. So far, the only reported difference is the Jumpman logo replacing the swoosh. Hmm. Didn't know that. The question is more for Frank. Will you be lining up day one for early access to these beauties, possibly sight unseen? These designs have not been disclosed or released to the public yet, but there is more to come. Hashtag Teal Sports Goth. <laughs> Regards, Chandon. <laughs> That's pretty good. Now, I have I had an old Jordan vest, which was an Argyle type pattern. I if these jerseys go Argyle with pinstripes, like the old, I will be excited. I might switch teams. Wow. But I ultra they, bold statement. If they go pinstripes, I love the old Charlotte Hornets pinstripe jersey. Oh my god, dude, I love it. Hot take. I'm in. I didn't even know this. This sounds amazing. Oh, there you go. Fun facts. Uh, P.S. I thoroughly look forward to high end hijinks with Jay Onright and Dan O'Toole returning to the TSN fold north of the border. Fox Sports never used them properly. Bobrovsky. He wrote that on here. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I'm fucking stoked about on right and tool coming back. When do they come back? September. Okay. Uh, I totally agree. Who's getting punted from TSN? 
nobody's getting punted. They're no, just getting rearranged. Um, or somebody could be getting punted. They're going to be doing the uh, the two a.m. show and then the the all morning loop mm-hmm. again, like they did before. Um, yeah, Fox Sports One didn't really use them properly, and like they put them on the show without doing highlights, and that's really what their thing was was highlights. And uh, then, but by the end, their show was was like a talk show where they did interviews. It was very weird, um, but uh, I mean, I found their humor funny, so I used to listen to all their podcasts, and mm-hmm. they put their show on a podcast, kind of like how PTI is a podcast too. And uh, yeah, super stoked that they're coming back. I hate when podcasts or shows regarding sports are based around interviewing currently playing athletes okay they say nothing true they don't want to get in trouble they're the most boring thing in the world it all depends on which sport they're playing in though i think they're all pretty bad you need to hear some guys in the ufc doing oh okay maybe they give no fucks (laughs) that i believe that's a little different but uh, no, I totally agree with you. I mean, uh, um, it's usually good to get them like two years after they've yes. retired because there's the year where they're kind of winding down and they're just watching NBA season pass and all that. But the, and then once they get the idea of playing, uh, then they start to judge the people who are now playing. Raptors up by two. <laughs> How much time left? Sixteen seconds. Uh oh, man! In real time here. This is crazy. All right. Uh, the next one comes from uh, Dominic Denunzio. Double D. Wow. Uh, <laughs> this is an interesting uh, question. It's called sack time. <laughs> is football fucked? I'm, part of me thinks this might be Jay Cheel under a fake email address. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Is football fucked? Is basketball fucked? Is baseball fucked? Is hockey fucked? Is football fucked? Is Oakland Raiders football fucked? Is Las Vegas Knights hockey fucked? Have you seen the jerseys? Are they fucked? More generally, is the USA fucked? Thanks and regards, Dominic Denunzio. P.S. What if football and basketball fucked? What would that look like? (laughs) I like the last part the best. I think this might have been Jay Chill. It's possible. Uh, they're all fucked yeah. pretty much. I agree. Hockey's the least fucked. Was well, hockey one of them? Well, yeah, they're totally fucked. I mean, uh, ESPN fired all of their hockey reporters. Oh, who, I mean, the sports. That's fine. Yeah. But they're all pretty much fucked. Uh, and with basketball and football. Football fucked? <laughs> <laughs> what would that look like? Uh,. It would. It's probably what needs to happen, to be honest. The re- officiating can't keep up with the strength of the players. They need to fuck. So we know if baseball and basketball fucked, we know what that would look like. From the movie Basketball? Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. There was also... It's funny. When you said that, I wasn't even thinking about the game of basketball. I thought you said football and baseball. Oh. And I was thinking of the beginning of baseball, basketball, when they said inter-sport play, and it was a football player tacking, tackling an outfielder. Oh, right. Yes. But either way, it's basketball. Yes. That's what we would have. It would be tough to gamble on that. 
Baseball is a great idea, though. Raptors? Up by two. Still? 16 seconds? Three. Three seconds? Three seconds left. Who's got the ball? Toronto. It's over. It's oh, over. Okay. Riveting. Okay. Yeah. They win the series 4-2? Mm-hmm. All right. Next one comes from uh, Peter Harrison at Slow and Quiet on the Twitter. Question for the show. Have you ever read Underworld by Dom DeLillo? It features a baseball. If not, what is the best work of art about baseball? Hmm. I haven't read it. Have you read it? No. I don't read. I read, but I've never read that book. Uh, and that doesn't make me dumb because I don't read. No one said that. Just you said that. People are thinking it. Uh, are those mini eggs? Hey, you want some? Yeah. Uh, best work of art regarding baseball. Basketball. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> it's up there. Uh, I'll say Field of Dreams. Did you eat all the colors but pink? Because I pulled out three pink ones in, no. a, in a blind ba- grab out of that bag. Totally rando, bud. Wow. I thought this was like uh, like you were in a band and this was the rider. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Do you know the story behind that with the brown M&Ms with Van Halen? Yeah. Well, why, why they did that? No. You don't know why they did that? was Eddie's idea because he felt that if uh, if uh, if an arena and the people that worked there uh, took their direction or took their job seriously enough to put out a bowl of M&M's and take out the brown ones they knew that the, they were probably just as meticulous when doing the sound and if they found brown M&M's then they would make their crew go out and double check to make sure the sound was done properly. Mm, okay. So there actually was some something behind it. I suppose. Or they could have just said that at the end because they didn't want to be looked at as dicks. <laughs> yes. Uh, so what is the best work of art about baseball? Casey at the bat. That's a good one. Yeah. Who's on first? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> oh, he's supposed to be funny. That's a pretty good one. That is a good one. There are some really good ones for baseball. You you took it to a whole another level. I'm sorry. I just you know, it's because I'm smart, not dumb. Because I read. I might include uh, the Looney Tunes baseball upper deck hybrid cards from the early '90s. I have that set. I loved those things. Oh yeah, me too, big time. It was my favorite thing in the world. I like, loved yeah. that set. I totally agree. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that set in a long time. I've re- I've recently been, lo- not that recently, but I think last year or the year before, was looking at wax boxes of those cards online on eBay. Well, they, weren't in, they weren't in wax packages. They were in foil. They were upper deck. Yeah, I'm mean, like the term wax box where you buy like right. the whole unopened box of right. cards and, and open them all. They're not that. They're not that expensive. We could do that. We could do an episode. I have an unopened, sealed box of the first series of Upper Deck hockey cards. Yeah. Yeah. Are they worth anything? Probably a dollar a package. Probably. I can't imagine it's worth anything. Uh, oh, the hologram ones. Yes. Oh, those are so cool. 
Did you just Google what it was? I was just looking them up, up on what eBay. The, what, the Looney Tunes ones? Yeah. And that fucking, I forgot about the holograms. Those are so cool. Jesus Christ. Reggie Jackson and these birds. It's awesome. Next one comes from Ad Gedra. At Ad Gedra. I love disc golf. <laughs> it's the only sport I care about now. Does that sound as lame to a normal sports fan as I think it does? Uh, I chuckled. I, I don't was uncalled for. Um, I have no problems with disc golf. Now, I've never played it. So, but is it, disc golf the same as frolf? I think it's the one where it has like those chain nets where the with the baskets where you catch it. Like, right. You don't. The, the nets kind of cushion it in and drops. You have to get it into the hole. Yes. I think it is. This, it has to be. Disc golf is pretty. I think it's the same as froth. I, th- I think there was a course around here. I should try that. Is it froth or is it Gisby? <laughs> Gisby. I think uh, Frisbee is a proprietary term. Oh, okay. So they'd get in trouble. That's, that's why they can't call it Frisbee golf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's what it is. Totally. It looks awesome. I, I need to try this. There you go. So, no, it doesn't sound lame. It sounds fantastic. Adgedra? I think... Or is it Adjagra? Adgedra. I don't know. Uh, the next one comes from uh, Lauren Adam. At Dexter Ice. And he says, or she, How bad are the Clippers Cursed. Cursed. Will Utah close them out? Will Doc Rivers be fired soon? Uh, we kind of talked about that. I think I wouldn't call them cursed per se, uh, but I think it's over for all of them. Yeah, I think so too. Well, I mean, they, they kind of just got to move on, start over. I think Steve Ballmer will be the type of guy who makes a tough decision like that. Speaking of which, did you watch Celebrity Apprentice? At all? When they did the Clippers theme? Yes. Yes. I did <laughs> watch that. Come on, Clipper Nation. Uh, you remember <laughs> the song. Wow. He loved it. He didn't love it. I'm sure he didn't love it. But he gave them the win. And the t-shirt design that won was awful. It was so bad. Yeah. So that the, was the worst season of Celebrity Apprentice ever. Because of Arnold? Just everything about everything it. Everything about it. It was bad. Who bad won? The host, the, it was the host of uh, American Ninja Which Warrior. Which you knew he was going to win because NBC has him on a show. That's And true. they're trying to build up his own celebrity That's on true. this other show. Gross and sad, period. However, we didn't actually see him ever do anything terribly except eat in the wings. <laughs> Which I like. But yeah, that was great. Yeah, he was. I'm not saying he was a bad guy, did anything wrong. But uh, a little calculated. Right. I think my favorite part was uh, the, the keyboard player and Boy George. It was the only funny or interesting or uh, celebrity divish moment on yes. the whole season. Which is why you watch that show. At least Leslie got fucked. She was the worst. She, co- she th- thought the world was against her all the time. She and totally, she was just... But it was against her. No, they weren't at all. She's a bitch. Oh, my God. 
Did you like the Harry Potter thing they did? No. no. <laughs> I didn't like anything they did. It was bad. At least it was short. Yes. It was only like eight episodes. Oh. Welcome so, to the Celebrity Apprentice. He was, Arnold was bad. Very bad. Yeah. Get to the chopper. It's <laughs> the worst. The one time he, he got mad at, uh, who did he get mad at? Oh, Chael Sonnen. Oh, because he, he said, cut the coach. And then he, called, he said, you're fired. Like, he, he didn't even do his catchphrase. I like that move by Chael. Yeah. Was, Someone's got to do something to make this fucking show interesting. It was calculated. Brutal. Brutal. But, uh, yeah, super disappointing. Are you watching The Amazing Race? No. You don't watch The Amazing Race? But you're watching Survivor. Most overrated reality show. It wins the Emmy every year. It's the worst. I don't think it still wins the Emmys. Yeah. Are you watching Naked and Afraid at all? No. Uh, the only thing I watch is Survivor. Really? You got to watch Naked and Afraid XL. Is that like big, big people like me being naked and afraid? No. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like, usually it's like 12 returning people, but they're out there for 40 days. And on the first episode of the new season, this older guy, but he was kind of like a tough army guy, he fell and broke his knee. In the first fucking episode, you just heard a fucking fall and start screaming. Yeah? Yeah. It was excellent television. And they kept focusing on the knee, and it looked disgusting. <laughs> and he kept saying, can you just pop it back in? And they're like, no, you tore all the tendons. You need to go to the hospital. Wow. So, uh, Amazing Race swept the 2000, early 2000s, yeah. won from 2003, the inception of the award, until 2009. What a joke. Uh, Top Chef, 2010, Amazing Race, Amazing Race, The Voice, Amazing Race, The Voice, The Voice. There you go. So it's The Voice winning lately. That show sucks, too. Top Chef is better. They all suck. Oh, my God. Survivor gets no love. It's the best show. The season's been pretty good. Yeah. I will agree. Go Aubrey. Uh, yeah. So uh, once again, uh, that was sack time, by the way. Uh, e- email us, balljunkpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, at balljunkpodcast, at Dirty Frank, three R's and dirty, at the gas man lives. You ready to take on the gas pedal, Mr. Frankie Knuckles? Yeah, let me just cue up the Clipper Nation song Clipper for the Nation. Show. <laughs> What's what, how's it go again? Come on, Clipper Nation. Come on, Clipper Nation. really good about my rap. I mean, I was like in the zone, you know? Um, no Kanye, but I think I nailed it. All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. And five NHL coaches have been fired since the end of the season, over or under of two or more before next season starts. Under. Under. The Habs are out and the Preds swept the Hawks, so now who won the Shea Weber P.K. Subban trade? Nashville. Uh, Buffalo Sabres cleaned house. Which Ugh. former Sabre would you want to run the team? Darcy Wakaluk, 
Dave Snuggerud or Taro Sujimoto? <laughs> uh, Taro. But what we talked about, sorry, a three-headed Hydra. Right. Lindy Ruff. Right. Terry, why can't I think of his name? Is it Terry Nolan? Ted Nolan. Ted Nolan, that's why. Terry. Terry. <laughs> Uncle and Terry. Jim, and Jim Schoenfeld. Right. The three-headed Saber Hydra as all coaches. But you think Taro Sujimoto should be? Sure. Do you know who Taro Sujimoto is? Nope. Doesn't actually exist. <laughs> do, you want to, do you know the story behind that? No. The Buffalo Sabres in 1974 to protest how they did not like the NHL draft and the process and how it went down in the, I think, 11th round drafted a fictional player from the Tokyo Katanas. Really? In the uh, Japanese Hockey League. Taro Sujimoto. They should have done a Harikiri sword and said, so it's like they're committing seppuku. Do you get the name of the Tokyo Katanas? No. Katana is a... Like saber? Yes! (laughs) And they totally fooled a lot of people by drafting Taro Sujimoto. I'm kind of embarrassed that I never heard that before. T-S-U-J-I-M-O-T-O. Sujimoto. Cool. Uh, that was a long press in the gas pedal there for you. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Little break. Little break pedal. For the first time, all NHL players' doping samples were tested for weed and blow this year. Is this a good <laughs> or bad decision? Test all you want. Just don't do anything about it. There you go. UFC 216 is coming to Edmonton. You going? No, man. <laughs> On a scale of one to eight. How badly did Lexi Thompson get screwed at the LPGA's first major? No idea what you're talking about. Oh, you didn't know this? No. She got a four-stroke penalty uh, from... She picked up her ball right in front of the hole and then placed it down about an inch from where she picked it up. And then so she got a two-stroke penalty for that and a two-stroke penalty for signing the card incorrectly and then ended up losing in a playoff hole. Rules is the rules, honey. Fair enough. Dustin Johnston got fucked, too. They all get fucked. Drake is fucked. (laughs) Drake is hosting the NBA Awards. So not interested. So on a scale of 1 to 17, how excited are you? Three. Three. Vince Young is starting his CFL career with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. That's a 16. How's he going to (laughs) do? Good. Are you going to watch some CFL? Absolutely not. Are you going to watch some Rough Riders highlights? Maybe. Maybe some Vince Young plays on YouTube. No. Just maybe read some news stories about how Vince Young (laughs) is doing in the CFL. Yeah, man. That's going to be awesome. Rough Riders Young jerseys in the mail? No. You? Yes. No. I wish I could uh, send back my Dante Culpepper jersey. (laughs) I'll tell you that. Yeah, man. Uh, so that's it for the gas pedal. Thanks for listening to the show. Don't forget to uh, subscribe and download the show on iTunes and uh, give us a five-star rating because we want to get more people to, to hear about the show and listen to it. Uh, we'll see you for our episode 27, which we'll do some point to talk about the finals of all the sports we've just talked about maybe probably yeah something cool in the summertime maybe some sort of a sports review movie type show is there any major releases this summer 
Well, well yeah, we can look at this. We'll look it up. We'll figure it out. Uh, we'll get planning on our next show. Thanks for enjoying the show. Again, don't forget to uh, download and subscribe to us uh, on iTunes. And we'll see you for episode 27. Boss! Awesome.